50 years ago on this day, December 24th, 1968, the Apollo spacecraft became the first, the Apollo 8 spacecraft became the first manned vehicle to circle the moon. And during the ninth orbit, the astronauts took a picture. It was the Earthrise. They wanted to send a picture back to the people on Earth to describe the awe that they felt. Because not only was there the bleakness of the moon and the colorlessness of the moon, there was the Earth, this blue jewel in the sky. It's one of the most famous pictures in the world. In his autobiography, astronaut Frank Borman wrote, there was one more impression we wanted to transmit, our feeling of closeness to the creator of all things. So for over a half a billion people who were listening in that time, that was the largest broadcast ever. Half a billion people on that evening, he read from the book of Genesis. And this is what he read. In the beginning... God created the heaven and earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. Jim Lovell and Frank Borman finished the next several verses. The astronauts were in awe of the glory of God, the creator of everything. In the darkness, the light of God was shining through. And all there was to do was marvel at that, to stand in awe. So the question I have for you tonight is, do you still marvel? Do you still go up out at night and look up at the night sky and all the stars? And do you still marvel at that? I know for adults, sometimes we get a little busy. And the busier we get, we think, yes, yes, I remember marveling when I was young. But I really haven't taken the time yet. There's things to do in this Christmas holiday. There's a lot to do during this Christmas holiday. So tonight, just for a little bit, I like us to breathe and marvel. I want us to marvel at something greater than the creation of the universe. I want us to marvel of God, Christ Jesus, coming to us. It says in our scripture, for unto us a child is born. Now, when a child is born, we do marvel at that, right? The newborn babies, and we hold them, and we, we look at their fingers, and how can they be so small, and yet have fingerprints that are unique to just them and their feet, and we look at their feet, and we hold them, and we cherish them, and we marvel, and we look at them, and we say, who are you going to be when you grow up? What are you going to be like? And we know we have to give them a name. And we instinctively know that names are very important, aren't they? Because names speak to the very nature of that person, that newborn. Well, there was a newborn, and his name is Jesus. In the original language, it means Yeshua. And Yeshua means the Lord 
is salvation. That's what Jesus' name means. The Lord is salvation. And that's why we take the name of Jesus and hold it very precious and holy. Because, because when we say the name of Jesus, we are saying, the Lord is salvation. I don't know if you know this, though. There are many names for Jesus. There are over 200 names and titles that Jesus has. Now, you know some of them from the reading we had from Isaiah. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. But there are some others that you might not recognize as, as readily. He is the cornerstone. He is the Holy One of God. He is the Chief Shepherd. He is Redeemer, Deliverer, Lamb of God, Savior. He is the King of Kings, Lord of Lords. He is the Alpha and the Omega, the first and last. He is the Bread of Life. He is the Way, the Truth, and the Life. He is the Word of God, the Morning Star, the Light of the World, the Son of God, Glory of the Lord, Messiah. He is the Christ. So when you say Jesus and you say the name of Jesus, it includes the full weight and majesty, the full glory of all of those names and titles that I mentioned. That's why in heaven, around the throne, unending, unceasing praise, worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. Around the throne, day and night, this is what is sung. And no wonder the angels could only sing glory to God in the highest, and the shepherds got down on their knees. I mean, wouldn't you, as the song, O Holy Night, says, fall on your knees. O hear the angels sing, O night divine, O night when Christ was born. Wouldn't you marvel at that? Doesn't that give you pause? O night divine, when Christ was born. See, it's impossible to overemphasize how important God's arrival here on earth was and is. See, on a day, oh, a little over 2,000 years ago, the glory of God left heaven a place where there is no sickness, there is no strife, there are no tears, there is no death. And he came to earth to be with us, a place where there is tears and turmoil and strife, where there is sin and death. He came to a place for us, and on that day, the world was changed forever. Because he also has another name. His name is Emmanuel, which means God with us. See, our God is a personal God. He is not a God somewhere far away, some God who just made the earth and just lets it spin and do us, lets us go on our way. Our God is an intimate, personal God who came here for us. In John chapter 1, verse 14, it says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Our ears probably don't catch it, 
But that word dwelt actually means tent or tabernacled, which is kind of odd when you think about it. And the word became flesh and tented among us. But the Israelites, the Jews of the days, would have known what that meant. Because you see, when they were out in the desert, there was the tabernacle. And within the tabernacle, the tent, there was a holy place and there was a holy of holies. And God's presence would be there in the holy of holies. But it was only one time a year that the high priest could go into that holy of holies and be in the presence of God Almighty. So when it says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us, it means God has left the Holy of Holies. He has left the holy throne of heaven to come be with us in the muck and mire of our existence. His name is Jesus, the Lord is salvation. His name is Emmanuel, God with us. And he came for us because he cares for us deeply. God loves us so much that it was not just a child that was born, but it was a son is given. When we say a son is given, we aren't talking specifically to Mary and Joseph, although a son was given to Mary and Joseph. But we are talking about the heavenly father who gave his beloved son for us. A son is given for us. And he gave his son not because we would take such good care of him, because we haven't. He gave his beloved child the firstborn of all creation, who was with him time immemorial, not because we would honor him above all things, because we haven't. He gave us his only son not because he knew we would love him completely, because we don't. Why did he give us his only son? For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. It is love. It is love. And God did not just send a son. He sent us a savior. For what did it say in our reading from Luke It says, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Jesus didn't simply come from God to bring good news. Jesus is the good news. He himself is the good news. And the good news is this, that in him you are forgiven. For unto us a son is given, forgiven. That through his life and through his death on the cross, that we are restored in our relationship with Christ, with God. That it is for everyone. It is for everyone. It is for everyone who put their faith in him and him alone. In him, we are forgiven. See, God cares about you so deeply. He loves you so much that he sent what was most precious to us, his son, our savior. And he did that so you and I might have a full 
right relationship with him. See, sadly, for a lot of people, Christmas is just another day. Presents to open, dinners to have, you know, things to do. And then pretty soon that fades. It fades rather quickly. The Christmas songs on the radio are going to stop very fast. Everybody's going to start looking to the new year and everything else. And the miracle and the love of God in Christ Jesus is going to fade for people. But the glory of God never fades. And the promise of salvation is eternal. If you have never received Jesus as Lord and Savior, tonight's the night to do that. To be forgiven. To be restored in a relationship. And if you have received Christ as Lord and Savior, tonight's the night to be renewed, strengthened, and encouraged for the great love with which he has for you. You see, for unto us a son is given. Does that not give you pause? Does that not make you marvel? Amen. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. If you have any questions or you would like to grow deeper in your faith, please visit our website at joyccc.com. Again, that's joyccc.com. God's peace and joy in Christ Jesus be with you.